basically fucking uh, walking out the front step with a like bag of trash, like kind of in my kind of in my arms, like cradling it like a little trash baby almost. <clears throat> and there was a receipt on top of the fucking on top of this trash baby. And as I walked out, my first thoughts going through my head were just like, oh, fuck, it's not plus a goddamn 50 outside today. Like, this might be a decent. And then as soon as I thought that, the receipt blew away. And I looked to my left to see where it was going and kind of tried to step that way to go after it. And just fucking overcalculated my step and folded my fucking ankle and just, yeah, didn't hear a crack, but heard a nice loud pop. And... You know, your, your ears start fucking ringing when shit like that happens and you're just like your your vision goes blurry like fucking was that your bad ankle too that's the exact ankle that uh yeah, no. luke, luke had to nurse me back to health on site uh, a few years ago uh injuring the same ankle in almost the exact same manner just you know luckily that was at work this one i'm uh six days back at it so you should have showed no. up to work on Monday, then you could have claimed workers' comp. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but you should have seen fucking his mom this week. Jesus Christ. She, she uh, she's liability? got... No, she... Um, so he's been off-site, right? So he's kind of passed the buck onto her and just instantly gets goes right to her head. Like, she's on a power trip. Oh, right she's running the job, hey? Yeah, she's got her clipboard out. She's oh walking around. She's going up to each trade. And Kay, like, how long have we been on this site and not one harness has been pulled out from day one? She comes up to us and she says, I'm going to need you to get down from the lift. You're going to have to put some harnesses on. I, I looked at her and I says, I says, like, what, what, where have you been the past <laughs> the six months? There has not been one heart. Like, we don't even know what harnesses are on this site because we don't need them. And it's like six other trades all on lifts, but she comes up to us to fucking tell us to put harnesses on. Yeah. Well, I, I know I nearly lost it on her. I would have fucking lost it. <laughs> I would have been rattled too, man. Fucking. It, needless to say, we went one day wearing harnesses, and now we're back to fucking freewheeling. Just back on site. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> it comes up. Hey, what are you guys doing wearing those? Yeah, take those stupid <laughs> yeah. things off. These look yeah. silly. Yeah. A little late to be throwing those bad boys on. <laughs> Real late. So, okay, here's just, I, I'm going to have to do a lot of editing here, but uh, I've never even been orientated on that site we're at. The first day I showed up there, it said something along the lines of, yeah, I'll, uh, come, I'll come see you after coffee. And uh, I've been there for about 10 months now after coffee happens every day and i still haven't been orientated this new <laughs> this new site i've been at there i had my orientation same contractor uh he came out and started talking he's going to give us the orientation he's like yeah you might just want to check all those boxes off then we ended up barely talking yeah you can smoke anywhere here safety uh <laughs> kits inside the door i um, love those. those are the best ones water's inside you know, you wear Straight a hard hat if somebody's working above you, vest, boots, you know, but then you see everybody else walking around second in command, no hard hat all day, 
they're walking around no vest like oh people yeah come and go as they please and there's loafers and there's two inches of mud that that's this whole section will, this whole little section will get cut anyways it's been a while since we've seen each other we got a little yeah yeah you get caught up on the trades caught up on the trades fuck yeah well <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to the porcelain throne uh episode this is episode eight because we're ahead of the game right okay yeah we haven't released Ep- two no exactly exactly well it's coming it's coming i've been editing a little bit uh highlander three this is episode eight yeah uh the final dimension our final christopher lambert foray into a full you know like headlining chris lambert flick a little bittersweet i'd say what about you guys mm-hmm. you feeling, yeah, feeling I sad? Wish we, wish we could have seen him go out on a better movie to be honest <laughs> i what? Uh, i agree definitely least favorite of the trilogy it's just so much talking and explaining shit away hey we already know i I feel like we don't need to explain his past girlfriends anymore (laughs) heather yeah for a guy that wasn't supposed to fall in love at all according to ramirez he sure fucked that up yeah he he fell in love with many women many women and then just tricked them Told them they were all uh, had fucking uh, prune pussies. They couldn't have kids. Well, do you think he's immune to like STDs as Highlander? Because he like, oh yeah can't die. Or is yeah, he just like spreading them? Yeah, he's immune to him, but he's just spreading he's riddled them with them. Yeah, patient yeah. zero. Like, we yeah. haven't seen we haven't seen this since the 1600s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's patient zero, man. Literally, he's patient zero. You can always tell how good a movie is going to be, how hard it is to find, to watch. You know, I think this movie has like three or four different name name placements, too. It's been known as many things. Yeah. Is that is that something we're going to talk talk about in a deeper, Luke? I couldn't find anything what the reason was. that Maybe they're just trying to pull the wool over people's eyes, trying to come up with a new, it's a different movie than the actual third one, but. It, it didn't work. It, it it throws you into a wild sequel, I guess you could call it. I'm not sure. It was uh well yeah, like, it, like you said, the way the they one. the way they explain everything in this movie, it's like they make a point to explain everything so detailed, like so it so it it um ignores the second movie. Like it they they try to explain it in a way so you don't even think about the second movie. But they don't say the second movie never happened because technically it hasn't happened yet because it's uh, Lambert at this point, 1994, uh, he hasn't even uh, created the, the Sun Shield yet till 1999. Yeah, and, and yeah. speaking okay. of, they did okay. drop a little couple hints there. Like when he's riding around in the desert, for I don't know why he's riding around, but then there's no no clouds or anything but the lightning starts fucking shuddering above him and he kind of gets a look at his eye like he, he's like i should do something about that that's when uh <laughs> that's when they clouds. uncover <laughs> nakano's uh nakano's cave or whatever right who i what? thought was the grandpa from the three ninjas movies but i was mistaken <laughs> he his voice uh, he sounds very similar i thought so too he was actually um uh 
in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the new movie. Um, he was the, he plays Sp- Splinter, right? Splinter, yeah. Ooh, really? Yeah. yeah. Actually, his movie catalog is fucking like endless. So he's he's another like Lambert where you just yeah you look into him and then just he's got so much shit. Yeah, like, maybe we'll or... go into a a, a Mako Nakano uh, dive. <laughs> His, his, I thought he was just Mako. His name was just Mako. Oh, Mako. Yeah, he, yeah, he's got a mononym. He's like Cher. Yeah, exactly. exactly. How do you get a, like a mononym name, you know? Like just it just grandfather's in. You'd have to ask a guy like Mako or Prince or uh, China. Bono. Bono. <laughs> yeah. Lots, lots of them out there. Uh, you know? That's. I think that's about it, though. Just go with it. Yeah, Danzig. Danzig, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's get going. We open up. Connor McLeod catches us up on how we're just gonna ignore the sequel that came before it. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, so it just shows us the first Ramirez death from Highlander one, and doesn't exalt acknowledge a single thing about the second one, although technically it hasn't happened, as we said. Uh, so yeah, we're firing into it. Uh, we get a scene with just you and Lambert in a room together and Lambert's just looking at you into your eyes and he tells you of how his first wife passed and he came to Japan in the like 15th century and studied under the sorcerer Nakano in his cave. And he forged the sword that we see used in Highlander one, which I thought was a cool. Yeah, cause, cause this is just picking up right after. Ramirez died and kind of in the first movie where it just went to a to jump to the future. Uh, yeah. Because the, 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 the first one that he had was Ramirez's old sword, though, I thought. His first uh, katana. Yeah, was the it? what was that called again? Fuck. The Toledo. Salamaca. Yeah, yeah, there Toledo you go. Luke's got, Luke's got it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Luke's got it right there, man. This sounds like a Yakuza boss. Or something. <laughs> fucking. Uh, oh man, I can upgrade. That that's exactly what it was. So then he then he kind of starts um, training under yeah. Nakano. Well, first he's watching intently as he makes the sword. Mm. He's tapping it with the little hammers and shit, and then yeah, he tells Nakano tells him about Kane. This fucking immortal, he's claiming all the villages, he's looking for ultimate power, and he's fucking coming for them. Because they're both immortals, right? Connor and Nakano. So, uh, Kane and his homies, they roll up, they murk an entire village, just the three of them. They take out this fucking whole ass town. So they're fucking bad dudes. They're just I, thought that fucking... was just a, I thought that was a miscommunication, because he was trying to ask the guy where Nakano was, but they clearly did not speak the same language. And then all of a sudden he's just like, okay, burn the village down now. Yeah, he, yeah. He's just nobody he's, here knows. He says, burn it. And then next thing you know, they just start raping and pillaging. And then I was like, Oh, they're not even burning so, the village here. Like that's and like yeah, so you much... don't remember him saying rape and pillage. Was, he's they're all disobeying orders now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing you forget is there's only three of them, so that's a lot of raping and pillaging for three dudes. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather just burn it. Just like if, yeah. if there was just a couple of um, well-trained peasants, they could have at least given them a run for their money. But 
Yeah, they fold it over pretty quick. <laughs> and I yeah. mean, like, why not? Why why kill them all then? If they're gonna if they're gonna bend the knee as they do in in Game of Thrones, why not just uh, bring them to your side? Come fight for fucking Kane and the rest of Degeneration X. <laughs> I had him down as Homeboy One and Homeboy Two. Yeah, yeah they didn't last long. <laughs> yeah, I had him down as uh, as as fucking X Pac and the Road Dog. Now they were supposed to be Mongols, right? Like I thought they were the Khans. I think, yeah, and that's where Kane. That's what I thought. I because I was like, oh, Kane. Did he say Kane or Khan? And try to infer for like the Genghis Khan era. And but then they don't really. You just kind of assume then that they're yeah. the Mongols. They were. I had them in my head as Mongols. I guess the raping and pillaging and burning them down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, if the shoe fits. Yeah. 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 The fucking horned helmet fits. Uh, So Connor trains with Nakano. He learns that Nakano can use this fucking wild ass illusion magic, which I thought was really fucking cool. When he turns his fucking cane into his or his staff, we got to separate staff and cane here because. There's a guy named Kane. Uh, he turns his staff into a snake, and uh, oh, then he try. So Nakano gives Connor the sword finally, and after a bit more training, he tells Connor to take his head, and all of his knowledge will be Connor's. Uh, Connor declines, being Connor. He just he's not gonna kill his homie like he the same, like he wouldn't do it to Ramirez either. Because doesn't Ramirez tell him to do that in the first one too? Yeah, try to give him all his power because yeah, he would have like, gained the power. End of it, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, I mean, like, it seemed like Connor had never swung a fucking sword in this goddamn training regiment. Well, like, it's like he forgot everything Ramirez taught him. Oh my I god! I thought that uh, he was actually. I thought that Lambert was like the number one swordsman, like Olympic levels of fucking good swordsman. But he I mean, fenced. He must have That's not swordsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <he is> <laughs> <laughs> so Kane and his boys they spot the mountain and they head up for the battle and they break in uh and they enter and connor as they're as they enter as Kane and his squad come in connor is awoken by nakano he's and he gets told to leave immediately again an immortal is about to sacrifice his life to save the highlander and uh connor just gives him the old yes i, I won't forget you like like he did to everybody else who just like sacrifices life and limb to save his fucking ass. <laughs> well, and then he's no McLeod's no bitch. He's not gonna bail on his homeboy. No, no, yeah. He comes they, they come in to square off and Connor fucking uh tries to help, but uh he gets impaled, just like he does in the first movie. You'll notice I'll say that a lot. Because this movie is almost beat for beat, like just the same shit happens. Uh, you know, it even had the flashback at that point too, and you. Yeah. yeah, it shows you the Kurgan, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shows just... that exact scene. Trying to get you to feel that good first Highlander energy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Another, another, um, uh, like point they're making to ignore the second movie. Like, like remember the first. Well, and as usual, he uh, he he almost had his career ended, but he he gets away again. So he fucking takes off, and uh, fucking 
the Nakano uses the illusion spell again. He like fucking David Blaine out there. Yeah, splits into three, <laughs> but he gets betrayed by the fucking bead of sweat. It's a super fucking intense standoff. <laughs> and uh yeah, he gets uh Kane chops off his head and he quickens inside the cave, which he's clearly a fucking amateur Highlander. He can't doesn't know know to just think about where you're gonna quicken. It's kind that's of a, a bad group, idea. Well, it was a group quickening. It was kind of like the quickening orgy. Of yeah, like, I didn't didn't even have a rag ready or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I think all the dust from the cave collapsing probably dried up any quickening juices that were, you know, <laughs> left in the fucking in the pits with them. Uh, so <laughs> this is where we get the dope ass scene of Nikano's severed head talking to him as it's <laughs> as it's like on the ground still. So he goes, you, there will be only one and it will not be you. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. That was some, yeah. some next level fucking, uh, you know, VFX work there. That, that was, I, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. That was one of my high points of the movie. I thought for sure. There's yeah. definitely a lot of, uh, virtual effects in this movie compared to the other ones. Well, oh, on the year level. base too, it was, this, this was definitely was... on another level. I think they I think, saved on the glass breaking budget this movie and they used this in special effects instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they uh they got uh the clouds guy back in from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> hey, they, yeah, there was uh, there was a good quickening yeah, totally. storm there too. Yeah, right? man. Anytime there's a quickening, there's going to be some aggressive cloud movement. So uh I think Lambert and that guy are just like they're they're tight buddies. And he's got him on speed dial anytime he's going to be in a movie because there's always cloud activity. Because he's blowing so many clouds. Okay, uh, 1994, Japan. Archaeological dig site. Uh, just going to introduce her because they don't really introduce names here. Alex and her helper, the the woman. Sorry, uh, his love it's Alex Dane. It's Alex-san. Alex-san. Yes, Alex. I thought it was Alex Johnson. Is it, no, well, the, the her hel- her helper, her, the Japanese guy, says Alex Sun, right? Because he's Japanese. Uh, yeah, they're in Japan, anyways. Uh, yeah. They they discover they whether they they're gonna find this lost cave. They they or they they discuss. Sorry, they're discussing whether they're gonna find this fucking lost cave of Nakano. Yeah, because that's her job, right? Like they're they're um, like archaeologists trying to uncover. Um, the past, right? Is that what they're trying yeah, to do? Yeah, just the a very general. They don't really explain why they're there. Just that the government, but... the Japanese government, wants to shut that shit down. Yeah, they needed yeah, exactly. uh, they needed a McLeod love interest, and this is one way to inject her into the movie. Exactly, uh, they're always they're always a scientist or somebody with some sort of uh, yeah archaeological fucking. <laughs> like, I think Lambert's got a thing for uh, rock doctors or something. It's blondes, man. So and blondes. blondes. Yeah, Dude. and blondes. For sure. Uh, so the cave gets uncovered by an unsuspecting security guard. He gets fucking killed by Kane and his squad. And uh, they. Uh, so Kane quickens again, obviously, in a cave, like an idiot. Well, he quickens because he they fucking. Um, oh, no. Because he kills, kills his the homie. gang to split yeah. up. Yeah, it's like, right. what a what a fucking dick move. He makes this guy sit in the cave with him for 400 years and then just <laughs> yeah. offs him within seconds of getting fucking released from the cave. 
And oh. like, why would you want that guy's powers? It didn't seem like he was any good, anyways. <laughs> yeah, not like he had the power of illusion. Yeah. Home- yeah, homeboy one just he he wasn't the guy, but it was easy, easy, quick upgrade for sure. Oh, yeah, for just Kane? A quick, yeah, just a quick, quick thing. Yeah. Well, because yeah. he wasn't fu- <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't fucking uh, he wasn't suspecting it at all, man. Well, Not I think you, you spent 400 years <laughs> yeah. with a guy in a cave. Like, what did he do to piss him well, off? Well, let me just ask, like, in four days, why the fuck didn't he kill these two idiots first? And maybe he'd, he could have just smashed his goddamn way out of the cave with his quickening juice, <laughs> yeah. or just been Long so slimy buddy. with it mm-hmm. that he could slip through the cracks because he's covered in quickening juices. Friend zoned. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, anyways, it just it it all makes sense in its own way. Uh, Connor and his son were in the Middle East now. Uh, they're riding along on horseback, and Connor sees the lightning crack, and like Luke said, if he knows something's up, because somebody just quickened, you know, on the other side of the fucking planet. Yeah, I thought that was just a callback to the second movie, but you're right. That's definitely a. Um... He noticed the quickening. You're, you're right. Yeah. He could feel the quickening in his plums. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, so back in Japan again. It just shows us that, and then we're back in Japan. Alex Wait a I sec. don't know why they you're, don't show you're, us. You're just grazing over the fact that <laughs> all of a sudden Connor. You're like the movie. He's just got yeah. his son, but we don't know why he has a son or who this kid is. Hey. He's kind of like, oh, yeah. the one guy tells him like, "Are you gonna? When are you gonna tell your son he's not your son?" And then he, knew he was adopted before he could spell it, is what McLeod said. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, so I mean, he they gave him an adopted son so that Kane could have somebody to kidnap at the end. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. So <laughs> imagine if, like, your dad was Lambert, like, <laughs> like just the way he says goodbye is so, like, <laughs> I'm going to New York, I have to go. And he's just out, just gone, horseback riding through the desert. Like, wait, Dad, you're gonna call, right? (laughs) Never fucking calls him. He had to to call him and leave a message that Kane found. Yeah, (laughs) because he was in Scotland banging some fucking bitch. Poor Quite Johnny is in fucking goddamn Egypt. Like, <laughs> well, who did he leave him with? Was that like yeah, a grandfather? Or... Send for yourself, bud. <laughs> yeah. Better learn to quicken soon. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was of age of the quickening age, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. That poor kid. <laughs> When do you think uh, Highlander, like, his first Quicken, like, was? Like, I guess in Highlander 1 when he chopped that fruit, he didn't find out till Ramirez told him. That's right. Uh, yeah, when he's he just saving it he for Ramirez. And, and Ramirez just jumped over on a horse. Because who was his first Quicken? Was it the Kurgan? Uh, oh, no, no, no. It was the guy in the parking garage. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, well, do uh, no, that technically wasn't his first quicken, right? We're back. Uh, no, yeah, been... that was yeah, that was a yeah, four still, shadow, yeah, because yeah. even even here he hasn't quickened yet, has he? Yeah, he was might have been. That's why he didn't too. cut off Nakano's head. I didn't want that to be his first. Yeah, yeah. that's a little bit of a challenge, probably. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's pretty yeah, powerful. He's, he's looking it over too quick. Yeah, he's looking for a layup. Yeah, well, and uh, I can't. No, I'm not even going to ask the question. It'll <laughs> send us off on too much of a tangent. Um, so where were we? Um, Mac left for New York, but then it jumped back into. Um, mm. Is this where uh, Mac enters New York? Because I thought that was hilarious when he was just yeah. walking down the middle of the goddamn road and people were honking their horns at him like he's never seen a city before. <laughs> um, I, th- I yeah, thought Connor they were just like, oh, McLeod's son, back. John, back in New York. Yeah, so Connor says goodbye to his son, John, and back in New York. Connor's walking in the streets, streets with a trench coat on so you know shit's about to pop off. Yeah, he's strapped. Like, always. Always. He's got that MF thing on him. Conceal carry katana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets shot by a gang and left for dead. Oh well, yeah, Cheech and Chong roll up on him in the alley. Yeah, yeah. Hey Bendejo. <laughs> like I thought that was a Ramirez callback too. <laughs> Where do they find these guys? Like, okay, let's get some steam and fog in the alley, and two guys will come up and go to mug them. And then <laughs> and they will it. successfully <laughs> mug him and shoot him. <laughs> Yeah, he got capped and left for dead. Yeah, man, they just fucking. So he gets he gets taken to the hospital or whatever. Uh, he wakes up, freaks the fuck out, and taken into a room. Uh, back in Japan, Alex is researching her assistant. Uh, Alex son. Alex son is researching, and her assistant uh, Ted. I've called him Ted here. I'm gonna assume that's his name. Uh, oh no, never mind. I meant to Dad, say tells. Uh... I think What's it's her... um, Dr. Oh, no, that's his Dr. Fuji Takamura in real life. Daniel Doe. Daniel Doe. Okay, so it's Daniel. Daniel's oh, son. McLeod left his, uh, leaves John in the care of his friend Jack Donovan. Who the hell is that? Isn't that yeah. the dude from uh, <laughs> fucking 24? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Isn't that Jack, Bauer. Jack, Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. Yeah. Yeah. What a great show. I remember my parents used to watch that show. Oh, yeah. Uh, every every beep, Monday night. Beep. Yeah. Uh, Daniel tells her he found a piece of this kilt in this Japanese site. Alex wants to see if it's real. Back in New York, Connor is in the loony bin and talking to a man who thinks he's Napoleon. This scene is great. I, like, why oh, do they, these scenes are like, or these movies are like comedies mashed up with act? Like, there, what? There's no reason in a serious movie to have a scene like this. It's so funny, man. I love it. They're just appealing all uh, all walks of the continents. Yeah, he talks Very, him into uh, every country. <laughs> talks him into one, cutting them loose. <laughs> one what? flew over the cuckoo's nest. Or, uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely had and, you, and you get to see the chops on on uh, Christopher Lambert's acting there because he totally sells into that. He, that guy buys into his role that that they're um, that they're coming in to break him out. <laughs> so he's. I mean, he's that. Yeah. That must be his quickening power of manipulation. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure it is. He's learned that over the years, I bet. He gets cut loose, and uh, Napoleon creates this crazy-ass distraction by releasing all the loonies and sets him free. And uh, Connor's in this mental institution. Or Mac, as Luke's been calling him. I like that. Mac's in this fucking mental institution. Uh, and he's uh, 
fucking uh, Kane's squad mate is just there already. Like, yeah, all the way from after Japan. leaving goddamn Japan. <laughs> yes. Like, found him instantly, too. Like, he, this guy is a tracker. He knows how to find people. Like, this is why he didn't get killed instead of the other henchmen. That's why, hey, you know, you, that's why that's a quickening power I could fuck with. Yeah, he's probably the reason they found uh, they found him in Nakano. Yeah, Jordan would take this guy on hunting trips because he's going to fucking yeah. track that goddamn Sasquatch in the bush. I'd probably chop his head off, too. Maybe I'd get his powers. And get oh, yeah. <laughs> it's quickening in the bush. Is this like Mortal Kombat, though, where every Highlander has a different arcana? Like, this guy's a fucking... He can smell real far. And, like... <laughs> Ramirez is was like fucking like fashion. lightning powers or whatever. Fashion, and yeah. Fa- and fashion. <laughs> 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 fucking fashion straight up was Ramirez. And then like but like what's and like the Kurgans was like, you know, singing metal. in metal bands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> typo negative. Fuck you you really didn't uh, attr- um, gain the fashion stat points after killing Ramirez. <laughs> okay they fucking scrap xbox and fucking mac scrap in the looney bins fucking laundry room well and... was it really a scrap i mean he's cutting all the fucking bed sheets up like well no because he used all his energy <laughs> slicing through those and then the cloud sees him and just like like, well, I thought they was going to see a decent fight out of that. I know. What does he say to it? It's like, it's already over. You've and already pulls the old lost. switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> I had written the old switcheroo on there. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking cuts Buddy's head off. Tells him the classic, there can only be one. Or no, he doesn't. He doesn't even tell him that. He doesn't say there can be only one when he cuts this guy's head off, I don't think. What the fuck? I think you knew there was a couple more out there, maybe. Probably. Mm. Yeah. But Anyways, I know, that's what you have to say. It's that's a, why you, you have, to, have say to say it. it. He's got to know before he goes back to uh, Zarathustra or whatever that planet is that they come from. It always seems like when he says it, he's like kind of like burdened to say. Like he didn't want to say that. He didn't want to chop his really. head no. He doesn't really even want to be doing it at all. If you look back to the first movie, like... When he it's, finds out he's an immortal, he gets like his life gets ruined. He gets shunned by his clan. He gets booted out. They really give him the gears about it. Well, they probably told him on Highlander three that you know, like you can only have one line of cocaine throughout the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> Burden and to say there can be only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot, man. You got to rip a pretty fat Hollywood before you come in and and drop. Uh, there can be only one. <laughs> so anyway, thank God there's a ton of soap in that laundry room because he quickens so hard. And, you know, just the, the soap they need to clean up all that juice is just, you know, at least it's there in the laundry room. So uh, cut to the cops. They discover uh, X-Pac's body on the ground. Uh, just the dumbest cops ever still. They never, ever make the cops oh, you know, look you like know smart people <clears throat> at all. You know what, Dane? Just jumping back onto that that uh, that quicken, um, right in the boiler room. Like you just 
and all the fucking gauges and valves are just popping off. Like that boiler system would be a fucking nightmare to run into. Oh yeah. Well, you... steams expand seventeen hundred times, right? Yes, yeah, right. Turns to steam, so you think like wouldn't just be water coming out of there. That'd be fucking explosion. Yeah, steam, it's a good thing he's immortal. Not good. Yeah, it's like a good thing old... they're both yeah immortals. <laughs> that shoe factory did you guys ever see that in school they show you the pictures they were on a boiler system and it was in england i think and the boiler system exploded and leveled this whole freaking warehouse like oh that's fucking scary i thought there were only shoe factories yeah, in too. china this is back in the freaking <laughs> no, those are sweatshops <laughs> yeah oh oh yeah <laughs> the factory the shoe factory is where they make the the stuff and then the sweatshops is where they like, sew them loafers <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cleared that up. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so the cops. They uh the cop says he knows who the killer is. He knows it's Russell Russell Nash. And he follows Connor to the historical sex dungeon and he says, I'm gonna nail you, Nash. <laughs> and he's really obsessed with nailing Nash. He's always talking about nailing Nash. That's like the only thing he wants to do is just Fucking nail Get your dick out of your pants now! <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah. crazy because Russell Nash has been out of the city for the past probably 12 years raising his son in the Middle East. <laughs> and he's back for one night and this guy's already like, oh, he's, he must be back oh, in the city. He came in on a plane just fucking 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he kind of, I think he's seen the head chop. He's seen the grizzly scene. And he recognized <laughs> the... He noticed you know, the quickening... Uh, room happened. You could you could smell just the the day old quickening juices setting in. This this has happened once before. Yeah. <laughs> Kane arrives in New York. He swindles the two street magicians. Just changes all their cards to an ace and takes their fucking their money and walks oh, away. Oh yeah. And then steals his fucking Morpheus shades. <laughs> So who are those shades better, uh, Fishburn or Mario Van Peebles? Ooh, Ooh. I gotta give it to Feebles. Yeah, yeah, Peebles was dynamite. Peebles he set the way for this. His, his. I feel like honestly, this wasn't the best Highlander movie yet, but I might like Kane. He's like the most fucking scary one yet. I think. Well, Katana was pretty fucking scary, actually. I feel like we should rank the bad guys. Like, what, what, where would you rank? Like, I think out of the three movies, for me, it goes uh, fucking Katana, Peebles, and then the Kurgan, as far as, like, the scariest ones go. But, the, uh, I don't know, Kurgan post-haircut. Peebles, Katana, Kurgan. Kurgan post-haircut? He's my number one when he's got the stitches and stuff. <laughs> that is yeah. pretty terrifying, man. Pretty but terrifying. he's swinging a freaking uh, his quick sword. Like you, you know what? He, he one miss and you can just then you're ahead of my especially when you're carrying the opponent, Toledo Salamaca. The, the so the Kur- the Kurgan had the click together. Um, Katana had the shotgun sword. Oh, what yeah. if fucking um. What did Kane have? What was his special sword? You know? He just had the power of illusion. He could turn into crows and shit. Which, if he could turn into a crow, like, why wouldn't you just turn into, like, some sort of mouse and crawl out of the goddamn 
400 year slumber early. <laughs> yeah, he didn't utilize you know, his sorcery for very good purposes. We you might know, get a pair of sunnies and shit, but I think we might be thinking about it. That yeah, we should, yeah. probably shouldn't be thinking about it. So the fucking <laughs> it was 94. Uh, uh, Connor, we get a yeah. scene of Connor. He's lamenting at all his historical items in the historical sex dungeon. Uh, he flicks on the TV. He sees Alex talking about the dig and he gets horny instantly because he realizes she's a descendant of his old uh, side piece, Sarah. And it's a girl he used to try to bang in the Victorian era that we're going to learn about in this movie. Oh, that makes think a of Sarah. Sense. When we saw her, I thought the possibility of a female Highlander. I was like, that would be a, fuck- a big twist, hey? That would be. Yeah. That's what I thought. The new one. They introduced her. So would this be Alex being the Highlander or Sarah? Well, like the one back in the Victorian era. Maybe Alex is Sarah. Yeah, because she was a pretty good actress. They were the same actress. It was that's how you know. I thought she was just having like amnesia and couldn't remember that she was this girl from the past or something. So but, you thought um, she was a Highlander? Oh, she had been I living did. for the past four hundred years, also. And, and something happened, and she and and but you know, McLeod knew and was just trying to like you know weasel his way in there or something. But because right, they did bang in the barn um, four hundred years ago, <laughs> yeah. maybe he passed some powers over to her. Right. I was watching that with Paige, and she's like, you know. As romantic as it looks to roll in the hay, <laughs> that doesn't look very comfortable. No, I mean, not at all. It would smell like shit. There'd yeah, be it would be gross. I would not. And he's sucking titties totally. in there too. Again, we get the oh, yeah. the valiant return of the titty suck. Yeah, uh, not to be uh, and not to be overlooked because it comes back again later. Oh, brunette titty suck. He gets to suck the titties a couple more times later on. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah kane is in new york he's trolling for sliz he gets a hooker this is a really weird scene where he gets the hooker and he puts the condom in his mouth and thinks it's yeah, fucking chewing gum. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i got a theory about this scene because it makes there's no reason to have this scene at all in the movie like it fucking does not need to exist they just wanted to keep it in i think to leave a back door open for him possibly impregnating this hooker and creating oh. another Highlander for the future. Oh, okay. Because he, okay. he did okay. put the fucking glove on, right? She told him, no glove, no love, honey. <laughs> but Highlanders <laughs> can't reproduce. Right, oh. right. You got me Jordan. there. <laughs> you got me there. Good catch. Actually, Good catch. I gotta get that on the soundboard. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the cops are trying to ask people at the loony bin about Connor. Uh, Alex figures out the piece of the kilt belonged to a McLeod. Uh, she learns that Russell Nash is an antiques dealer who claimed to be the descendant of Connor McLeod. So she, or no, how does that work again? Connor McLeod used to own his antique shop and then he sold it to Russell Nash, right? As he, yeah, when he was about to leave or die, he would yeah. assume, he, he assumed his identity yeah. or whatever. So she's like, I'm heading to New York to find this guy. Fuck this dig site in Japan. Fuck all the things happening here that are crazy and unexplainable. I gotta go talk to this guy about a kilt. Well, was this yeah. before? Was that when? Um, did Kane find her yet? No, he, he sees no, her on TV he, right here. Mm-hmm. Just before this, he sees her on TV, and then 
he learns that she's at the museum, right? Because uh, at some sort of museum. How the hell does he just show up at the museum too? Because <laughs> yeah, homeboy two track. Well, I guess he, he missed yeah, out on those I just powers. Have, didn't after he? after, uh, after she heads to New York, I just have Kane finds Alex at at her museum. And I he thought, gets real I close and creepy, and a real close to a creepy tongue thing, but not quite. And he learns that she knows where McLeod is, and he just leaves. That's He's still like, in Japan, isn't it? Then she got the because facts. Still in Japan? But okay. She got the facts, and then he saw the. He he but saw he, yeah 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 because the facts and then he's like where the fuck was he, he went on the street because he when he was taking those guys he money the, he gets the hooker I'm pretty sure that's in New York or somewhere it doesn't really but that explain. happens before but, he gets the hooker but then he she's back in Japan with her assistant when they find out about this kill and then she's running some more tests when Kane shows right. no because his prostitute she definitely didn't speak very good english so she must have been in in japan mm. yeah okay that makes sense okay. that makes yeah. sense so so he was in japan. new york okay then she okay she, he stayed in japan yeah. so alex leaves uh <laughs> to find connor and spots him leaving the historical sex dungeon she just knows where he's hold at. on hold on outside oh. hold on <laughs> Ooh, pull the reins this fucking scene when mario van peebles shows up at alex's place to um Oh, yeah. find out some more information is is just littered with little tidbits of fucking gold <laughs> like the facts comes out where it's what is it a picture of connor mcleod or like his location or just research on the guy it's, it's her yeah, yeah her sheet of paper that says you know this is where i'm gonna it was who it was actually who yeah who rick nash was and and he goes up behind her before he's leaving <laughs> you know he's being kind of all rapey and weird obviously it's a 90s movie and he so he's saying something in her ear and then as he's drifting out of the light it kind of goes a little blurry he does a little fucking tongue flicker thing does he guy flicker the tongue i, I, I noticed I, that i never caught that i was actually did? Like, he was I, real I, close I, to it down, yeah. <laughs> I lost it <laughs> you need that and that's probably when you made that meme hey luke you're like fuck wow he's jump if somebody's gonna do it Fucking, that's yeah, exactly why, because it's another it just fits the profile so well. We got you those. We, we got you for those deeper Luke's, man. Absolutely. I'm glad so, you guys saw that too, though. That's fucking. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so she she's waiting for him outside the fucking historical sex dungeon. Uh, Connor gets in his fucking sick ass Porsche and goes for a cruise to the Japanese Spiritual Center in Queens. Where he trains with his good friend Charlie, who we all know and love, right, guys? Oh yeah, yeah. You remember Charlie? I remember him for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving yeah. on, we don't hear from Charlie ever again. Just like his son, he forgot to call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> his son. Absolutely. Filler. It's filler content. Boys. I love it. I love yeah. it. It was good. He just like fucking dummies this guy for like. Why did they even need this scene other than? To put him in a place with Japanese artifacts, like because <laughs> this was a holy yeah, ground he's on, right? Yes, yes, that's yeah. why they don't fight when Kane finds him here, right? They do we fight. The, we get the flashback to the rolling in the hay, the titty sucking in the hay, right? Yeah, classic. And then uh, Pierre comes over and he tells him uh, McLeod's needed at the French Revolution. And he's got to leave Sarah, but he gives her the ring to remember her. And, it, you know, love story, more shit about, yeah, 
stuff we we don't really care about. Uh, yeah. Present day Alex uh, finds finds Connor at the dojo and tries to corner him for info, and he basically and the same thing he does when any woman comes and tries to talk to him about being Connor McLeod, and he's just like, "Shut up, get out of here. You don't want anything to do with this. I'm so dangerous." Like he's yeah. just fucking not forthcoming. Playing hard to get. And yeah. they all want him more after that. Exactly. That's just that. That's always what sets off the just waterfall in their panties, Curtis. You're absolutely yeah. right. Uh, so, uh, fucking Kane jumps out to square off. He's fucking there to fight, but Connor tells him they're on holy ground, and uh, they ensue this fucking ridiculous trapeze swing fight scene where they're just fucking swinging back and forth at each other yeah, they're not and even trying so to bad. hide the harnesses anymore no, they're like well let's just show them yeah. let's, let's think of a place they could be where there would just be harnesses you know yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it looks like the hardest place to have a sword fight too like not practical at all yeah. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't make a lot of sense logistically to do, but I mean, <laughs> no. yeah, bad choice to, to grab that that weapon. They fall. Connor fucking he gets his trapeze cut. He falls to the ground and he's about to get beheaded, but he blocks it and his sword shatters. And Cain decides that this must be a sign from the gods and just turns into a uh, crow and leaves. Doesn't decide to kill the man that he's just was there to kill. Kind of bullshit that Connor's um, sword explodes because he wasn't the one that wanted to fight in the Holy Land. Exactly. So, like, what? Are, and and fucking Kane probably doesn't know the rules. Is why he left. He's like, well, what the fuck's gonna happen to me if I cut his head off now mm-hmm. on a holy ground? Yeah, because imagine quicken. Yeah, you wouldn't want to quicken in on holy ground either. No, I bet you all the spirits yeah. of the undead come back and just fucking yeah. Yeah, it's sacrilegious. So it's like Taco Bell the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the fucking police come in. They discover uh, Alex. They bring her in for an interview. Uh, the cop tells uh, tells fucking tells her how Connor's first wife died in a car crash. So <laughs> another spot they're wiping, just ignorantly wiping the best Highlander movie from the fucking canon. Because we know that Brenda died from sunsickness, not a car yeah. crash. Yeah. <laughs> so what the fuck? Yeah. You know what? I'm sick of that. That's that's a slap in the face to to Highlander to the quickening because that's what? that's the best one of the series by far. Was it the same director throughout? And Annie Moran and or Mor- Morahan directed this one. I don't know if he. He, did he has not done any other Highlanders. <laughs> he, he's done, uh, I think, one other movie in English, and then the rest looked like they were filmed in uh, Italy. Uh, Italy or um, India. Jesus Christ. Mm, foreign <laughs> films. So, yeah. um, nothing wrong with that. Nope, nope. The cocktails are how dangerous <laughs> Nash is, and she's clearly super wet for him because uh, it's not. Uh, She's definitely not going to stay away from that. So it's a classic dad move. You tell tell the tell your daughter to stay away from that guy, and of course they're going to go running back to him. 
So here we get more flashback to revolution times. McLeod's going to be executed for treason. Uh, then his buddy knocks him out and gets executed for him, which I don't get. Like why they even why why this was in the movie? What well, it... fuck, Dean, that hairdo that Mac had back in the 1700s was oh, dude, <laughs> you couldn't let that die. <laughs> Alex comes back to the historic sex, sex dungeon. Uh, Connor invites her in, you know, nonchalantly and not creepily at all. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, what did he? What does he say to her? I don't even remember what he you says. You had to come back, didn't you, or something? Like Basically, that. like, <laughs> so your pussy's wet, huh? Like, come on <laughs> <Yeah>. in. Like, <laughs> 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 fucking Connor confirms his flight to Scotland while she's there, and uh, Alex sees his picture of her great aunt that he banged, and Connor kind of fills her in on that. But I don't think he tells her it's her aunt. But like, it's the same actress. What are we supposed to think here? Fucked your aunt. I want to see how you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we find out it flashes back again. She ended up married, uh, and uh, Sarah ended up married to another. And Connor and her went their separate ways there. So I don't think we hear much about French Revolution times after this. Uh, Connor returns to Scotland to fix his sword that was destroyed. He has flashbacks to, to Heather. Is it, isn't this the... Oh, wait, right. Never mind. He was chopping oranges, which triggered a flashback. That's yeah, what right, it was. But, yeah. So he must do... There, there's one more flashback, I think, because it's when he's chopping oranges in in his apartment. apartment. Yeah, he's in his apartment. Yeah. Okay. So Somehow he don't... stocked his fridge. Yeah, with a sack of oranges. Yeah, we missed that scene. <laughs> uh connor so yeah he goes back to it to fucking fix his sword that was destroyed and he's having flashbacks of fucking bonnie heather and the farm before he left to japan and all the good times and his his life in scotland and uh but he's struggling to fix the sword he's really struggling you can tell how did he weld that tang onto the uh the block like when he was sitting there beating he had his uh when he was trying to make oh you didn't you didn't see the the fucking lincoln 300 he had pulled up on the trailer and behind there (laughs) wow (laughs) i was just quick like how how would you how would they bond yeah bond a good tang on there the well he didn't he couldn't he couldn't do it without uh nakano steel which is uh um what we find out soon here uh because that's the steel nakano gave him back uh, 400 years ago that we don't know too much about. It's just that he gave him. That's yeah. Alex. And Alex finds it and yeah. she can just feel the, the quickening juice on it still and knows to bring it to Connor in Scotland in two minutes. Well, when yeah. she started banging, dinging it on that uh, other piece of steel that, you know, she just knew that yeah. that was the, the blade actually, because We've... I didn't cover this earlier when the first blade that uh, McLeod had, um they were doing the ring test on it and it had that hammer and it had that same ting oh good pickup he had that brick and when it hit the metal on her desk it made that same ting uh and it all clicked for her wow because (laughs) because now she's traveled from japan to the u.s now back to scotland so she's got a she's almost circumvented the whole globe and not an ounce of jet lag. She just goes No, there she to... gets there, uh, it would appear, <laughs> with the speed of somebody like Quicksilver or The Flash. And, and just, like, pops yeah. out from behind <laughs> a tree, like, finds Connor. And Connor's like, oh, you found me. 
you could just <laughs> tell I was struggling so hard with this sword and you yeah. needed your help. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's not that many people yeah. there. You can find them. Exactly, yeah. man. Exactly. The so, islands. Just listen for the ting. While there's somebody <laughs> banging a hammer. <laughs> while they're in Scotland, Cade breaks into the historical sex dungeon and while Connor's away and smashes a bunch of his shit and steals a little gem and he hears a little voice email with a little long lost character named John who we haven't heard from since the first five minutes of the movie uh, and it's yeah it's just a voicemail from Connor's son and uh, he gets a creepy smile and says ooh <laughs> Johnny boy or whatever the fuck and so he's basically going to try to kidnap and kill Johnny boy Oh, I mean I've gotten you know he's his character's developed so much and I'm so, you know, I'm so concerned for his well-being because I'm, you know, we've gotten so much in this movie to, you know, sink our teeth into with that character. McCloud's we, very attached to him. And he does pull a good little trick. Like, he buys the kid a plane ticket to come over to New York, but we don't really know that yet. Yeah, because um, he can he can fucking make himself look and, and or sound like anyone he wants, so. Yeah, because it kind of jumps back power. to... Um, uh, the montage. Oh so. man, this montage! This montage is so <laughs> long, dude. It's so long. It's just like lambert and sweatpants and t-shirts, like in the most nondescript clothing, just doing flips and fucking Rocky on top of a mountain. Uh, Rocky did that twenty years ago in <laughs> yeah. Philly. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of canoeing, which I appreciated the canoeing. So that was fucking cool. Um, and Alexon is just watching him the whole time, but just. Wet. I got super sad because he was doing like the running on the beach scene and Ramirez wasn't there with him. How about that super sad music too while it was going on? Oh, like, dude, you know, it, it just yeah. made me so sad. Yeah, yeah. The, it was like the oh. Scottish fucking him. Yeah. That was um, so Connor tells Alex he can't love her because it hurts to love and see them die. I'm surprised we don't get that Queen song in the background here. Uh, maybe they lost the rights. Uh, she tells him who. He is, uh, you know, the the classic, you're Connor McLeod of the clan McLeod. And I and, cannot uh, die. And I cannot die. <laughs> and they, and they, instant fanny moisture. Yeah, instant fucking just Niagara fucking panty falls down there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they bang out. They titty suck in front of the fireplace. Uh, seemed yeah. like a pretty real scene to me. Uh, yeah, we're gonna take actually, take a deeper look on that. Later. Okay, okay. Plus, nice. Jordan's got something. There. I'm not gonna spoil it. So Connor tells Alex he can't love her. Blah blah blah. Uh, he receives a call from his friend Jack, who's been watching his son this whole time, and his tells Jack tells him his son's on the way to New York, and uh, fucking Connor has to go pick him up, or Kane goes to pick him up disguised as Connor. Uh, Connor gets arrested going through customs and is getting grilled by the idiot cops. Uh, can steal carry katana probably went off the metal detector. I guess so. It's like Beverly Hills Ninja when he's trying to bring all his swords from the dojo and he's going through the metal So they get, the police get informed that Nash is at the airport and they leave for the airport also. Kane takes his son on an insane joy joyride in this car, reminding me of Brenda's cruise with the Kurgan. 
totally <laughs> totally yeah totally <laughs> the same fucking song it's, just dry, like crashing same scene. everything like let's yeah. drive into a fucking wall and keep going <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah hey, they don't make like they used to those old cars the cops yeah, let nash go because they have no evidence and uh buddy tells him one last time that i'm gonna fucking nail you nash <laughs> so we get it man you want you want to get in nash's pants keeping him holding them back from his promotion man the natch snaps uh yeah connor says goodbye to alex gives her her aunt's ring oh wait we get the phone call from kane he tells him to meet in new jersey city for the final battle connor gives the ring to alex they arrive they find kane and his son but it's an illusion of his son so, like, you think it's going to be the final battle. It's not. Illusion, uh, son. The old illusion, <laughs> son, man. Kane <laughs> tells him to follow him, but he turns into a crow and flies away, making it impossible to do. Uh, Connor does follow him to where he's holding John. The final fight begins in the same room he fought Michael Ironside in in, in uh, The Quickening. So did anybody notice the, the did anybody notice the song that was playing in the the fight between McLeod and uh, Kane? The same song that's playing when Smoke and fucking Luke Hank fights in Mortal actually, Kombat. Yeah, is it uh, actually? It's no, Motley no. Motley Crue's Doctor Feelgood. Oh no, it's a knockoff. It's not even. It, it, it's, a it, it's a similar riff. It's got the he's when they call Doctor Feelgood, and then the feel all right is like. Not really the all right. Where's it's a little, right little more of a wing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they just stole that song. Yeah. yeah. No, so it, like... it actually on. Uh, it actually is a Motley Crue. It's they they claim it on the oh, on the so credits a, for the song, like the okay. reprise. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. All right. Well, a rock okay. instrumental version. Yeah, they they just lit this room differently. Uh, and took the same one from, I'm pretty sure, the same location they filmed Highlander 2 at. Uh, Connor realizes Kane is morphed into Alex and stabs him. Uh, they fight for a little while. Uh, it's kind of a lackluster sword fight scene. Nobody's got a cool enough sword, I find. Uh, Connor cuts the illusion in half, and then ev- eventually, after 30 minutes of dancing to Dr. Feelgood, Kane is brought to his end. <laughs> As Connor slices him so many times and then quickens. Yeah. Just Pro- a was... proper place to quicken into. Well, and yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was... very I mean, anticlimactic, do... I thought. I don't think he did a in JSA before plant? he quickened in there. That's for sure. Or a hazard, yeah, hazard analysis. Permit, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he becomes the final Highlander once again. Uh, his son finds him in post quicken bliss and he helps him up. Uh, you know, it's all about family. Uh, Vinny D comes in. <laughs> I thought I'm I recognized him. I'm trying to yeah. be topical. Uh, Con- and we get the final scene. Connor lights a candle for Bonnie Heather. And we close with the scenic Scotland. And it's finally over. Or is it? Bam, bam, bam. I don't have any friends. Because I love to count things. All right, Count. Thanks for throwing us the intro there. Uh, <laughs> what, what do we got on the count this week, Curtis? What, what, um, what are we well, looking for numbers-wise here? 
it's not much. We'll say one to one to <coughs> twenty. One to um, twenty. I didn't. I didn't think yeah. you guys noticed those oranges that Lambert was oh. ripping into. What? But how many were how many were in the bag? <laughs> well, what? <laughs> Let's see here. Fuck! I'm striking while the iron's hot. I'm going to dirty dozen. Oh, you're oh. So <laughs> I got I got a I got a backup count just in case there's a tie. Oh, going with a twelve, okay. I'm going with a tie. So we got twenty. What do oranges come in? I'm going with twenty. Oh, I've seen twenty packs of oranges straight up going in the nineties. Yeah, you're right, Jordan. Nineteen. <laughs> in that economy at that time of year, come on. Okay, nineteen. Nineteen. I'm saying nineteen. <laughs> Now those were those are those are not a mandarin orange. That's a that's a navel orange, I imagine. Yeah, they were uh, the they were the big boys. You mm. think it was a blood orange? No, I I think they're just a night like a regular. Just like, say a fucking uh, number, man. like a Florida orange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tropicana style. <laughs> well, it depends, Jordan, because you buy fucking. Holy oh, shit! Uh, hey, fine, yeah, fucking get on with it. The I'll math with comes in. What did it. you say? Twelve? Well, you know I'm gonna go with thirteen. Yeah, the like, Luke, this is a lot of preamble to just fucking say one higher than what Jordan thinks. <laughs> well, boys, we got history on the podcast. Oh. Jordan, Jordan got it right on the number. It was a dozen oh, oranges tick. in there. <laughs> Oh my god, my first win. So, you got eight. This yeah. pa- the podcast is there going downhill now. I, I had have fun with it. on the price yeah. is right losing sound, Jordan. But <laughs> oh, not today. Yeah, what do you have? You don't even have like the the big win. <laughs> that one goes up to Luke and me. It it was a tough count. There was there was not a lot of couldn't find enough what windows. The fuck were you gonna count? Was... He doesn't even say there can be only one. I... At that all. was my backup. That was my backup. There's actually seven. There can be only ones. Oh shit! Just not from not as many from Connor though, right? No, Lambert. I think yeah, he only does that one. Maybe two lackluster ones, you know? Yeah, nothing compared to Highlander too. Like that, that fucking movie. Yeah, I they know. sold it in that one. Like, like, yeah, fuck it, right now. Let's 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 rank these motherfuckers. I I say two, one, three. As far as like how that's my ranking. Two was your favorite, really? I think two is better than one. I legit fucking two. Two was good because you know you had a little bit more Connery in there, and you know you got a little bit more uh, knowledge on it, a little more information. Just the slapstickery of it is what but, I uh, like so much. I'm a sucker for the original. original. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm one, two, three. So it's a it's a split tie on on number one our number one so everybody thinks three is the worst. Mm, yeah, yeah it's, a tie, unanimous, it's a tie between. Uh, I think two has reached cult status. So Jordan, you think two? You're yeah. with me on two being yeah. the first. Um, no, I'm gonna have to go with Kurt. Like two oh. was good, but yeah, oh, no, the All original right, the, just is the ranking is one, two, three. If you're gonna the, watch, it was the, the beach movies, scene. You know, the beach running scene. You can't. You can't. They didn't have that in the second one. I felt free watching that scene, you know, like the, as the viewer. I, I need the original titty sack, you know, but you got to have the ridge. And you know what? Actually, fuck it. Two gets knocked down for me, too, because there's no fucking titty sucks. There is zero titty sucks, actually. 
pump those numbers up. Those are rookie hey, numbers in this there. racket. Yeah, <laughs> actually. So, Luke, you were uh, talking about the sex scenes earlier. Were you gonna yeah. dive in deeper yeah. on a deeper Luke for us, or I was gonna pass that along to you because I think we came up, we we came across the same one. So for the the U.S. theatrical release was only PG thirteen and the slightly longer R rated special director's cut, which we all had watched, yeah, was uh, was later released on home video with two sex scenes trimmed from the theatrical release restored. Oh. On top of this, additional violence was reinstated. Uh, the shot when Kane gets his head chopped off and it rolls away. Yeah. Which we saw that's in the R rated and on the PG, it just shows his head when it just did the wobble oh, before it fell. Is right. that right? Eh? And then it, so we cuts got the good immediately, wow. then it cuts immediately to there is only one. Cause that sex scene was like uh, total, like it gave oh. me team America vibes. Well, it, it. it definitely just, did. And like, there's no, no way they weren't steamer. actually fucking in that scene. <laughs> Just the, with the 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 angles and the the uh, unless they were doing some good camera work, I feel like uh, Lambert was fucking. He's going doing the man. dirty. Yeah, man. <laughs> I thought. So, hey, to go ahead. No, no. You, I was gonna say there could only be one good sex scene. Oh, <laughs> this movie had two with the same chick, just with one with one with. And he's pass. one he's like Back okay my only yeah. my only one is a rail off her ass and i'm gonna fuck her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mr lambert please, please we can't do this anymore yeah. <laughs> we have contracts <laughs> oh man fucking rights dude uh, i thought you were gonna go a different way with this because i came across uh and even like pretty mind blowing that you, that they had that sex scene in the R rated version, two of them to boot because Deborah Kane Cougar, Deborah Kane Unger, sorry, the actress, um, the actress. So I didn't know this in a lot of movies and in, in sex scenes, but they usually use a double, right? Like a, a sex scene double to play oh. the role. And um, like a Deborah, Jenna Jameson. No way did she turn down a chance to romp with fucking Lambert. Deborah turned down the double. She wanted to do the sex scene herself. <laughs> nice. Which is another example of the Lambert effect. Absolutely, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it is a thing. It is a freaking It's contagious. Thing, it's contagious. She saw, she saw what a good Titty Saki did in Highlander <laughs> 1 and was like, who am I to deny myself that pleasure? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Lambert wouldn't have pushed so hard for these movies, I don't think they would have made a, a bunch more or even rebooting it right now. Like somehow they kept getting made. So, hey, well, speaking of that, the uh, the budget on it was twenty six to thirty four million. Box office brought in thirty six point seven. We're breaking even. Yeah, okay. And opening weekend in the U.S. it was number two, and it brought in five point uh, five oh, four million. That's Easy. fucking cool, man. Yeah. All right. Was this right. One, did this one have the lowest budget? Well, it was. It was. Yeah, it was a range. It was. Well, I guess thirty four. Mi- thirty four million was the cap. So at this I point, think it's got one. Yeah. At this point, it's got to be a lot harder for them to get the studios to 
And this like was without Sean Connery dollars, too. Drew. And Queen. Drew. I guess Queen did it for free. Yeah. yeah, no. It's the glass. It's the sheer amounts of glass they have to buy for these goddamn <laughs> yeah, the movies. Glass dude. and cocaine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the director wanted the uh, GNR oh, Stone to do the on this one. Who to do it? Sorry. Uh, Guns and Roses. Oh, but um, actually, Axel turned it down because he didn't like Mario Van Peebles. <laughs> On a different note, imagine if Guns N' Roses did this, and when McLeod came in for the final fight, it was Welcome to the Jungle. Knees, knees. Yeah, way better than Doctor Feelgood. Yeah. Can be only one. They, sh- they should have had Doctor Feelgood on the sex scenes, and then freaking Welcome to the Jungle for the fight one. They yeah, should get that Vince Neil right. today's Vince Neil to sing Doctor Feelgood over the music during that scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah. there's so we basically had a Jordan Luke there this week. Well, uh, got what, a couple is, more. You here. got more. I'm, no, wait, I'm no. waiting for more. I'm waiting. Luke for has more. more. I just was gonna chime in. I was gonna ride his coattails, but he gave me the the opening the mic there. That's great. You got any yeah. more? Did you come across any more? Uh, I, you know what? No, I miss. That's I, it. I got. I'm I got I had the budget in there too. I can't take yeah, the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Got me there. <laughs> oh, um it is it is Luke's podcast within a podcast, so you got you kind of gotta clear that yeah. stuff with him. Yeah, yeah, please, that's why I said mute. I'd chime in, but fuck. please mute your microphones now. <laughs> <laughs> There can be only one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the next one is on um, uh, Mario Van Peebles. Chosen by People's Magazine as one of the 50 most beautiful people in the world. And I, mean, I think it was the sunglasses that did it. Look at the mug on this guy, dude. Yeah, Even just this is a recent, more oh, recent picture. Right. I mean, come on. All right. He looks like fucking Lenny Kravitz or something in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> That's I awesome. Want to get away. Fuck yeah. He is. He, he is fucking badass looking in that picture. He would have got played a good uh, J Bone. I think this guy as well. Yeah. You know, Johnny oh, Mnemonic shout out. Go check oh, out Skeleton Cruise. Yes, everybody, go look at Skeleton Cruise. But um, it's funny we all didn't have this movie as uh, one or two because um, it was nam- nominated for a Stinker Award, which is given out <laughs> for a sequel that nobody asked for. <laughs> Dude, what are they talking about, man? Chris Lambert asked for this sequel. All right. <laughs> Like you can't Did it just... win? No, no, it didn't win. I can't remember what it lost out to. But... You can't even God, win the shitty award. Could have been Mortal Kombat <laughs> too, for all we know. Would, do you have any other uh, fucking deeper, deeper Luke's on this one? Because I do have one that I found that's actually pretty bonkers. Um, other than early talks that this was going to be a prequel to the Gathering, that's um, that's all I got. Oh no, hmm. that would have made this movie even more of a goddamn mess. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so during filming in Montreal, <laughs> speaking of this, two local punk rockers with mohawk hairdos were hired as extras for a scene in which they attempt to rob the newly awakened Kane in a dark alley. The two were paid a nominal fee and thanked for their service. The scene was cut, however. They were seen later on taking drugs on the set and overheard plotting to kidnap Mario Van Peebles by driving away in the makeup RV unit with him in it. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, Peebles almost got fucking kidnapped. So, we almost had a fucking taken situation where Lambert (laughs) was Liam Neeson's character in real life. Imagine Highlander 4, Liam Neeson comes in with. Christopher Lambert to get <laughs> Brucey Willis. We would be extending the series, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, there is another one in the series, but unfortunately, we're not gonna be watching Highlander Endgame. For some reason, I want to say the Avengers have probably made that the less the lesser <laughs> end. <laughs> there's been a line drawn in the sand. Oh, you know, a similar plot, I'm sure. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> You know, and who are we to say that Lambert didn't do it better? But uh, I don't think we're going to be going any further on the Highlander series on the pod. Uh, However, we're going to kick off our next series of Nick Cage uh, flicks. And we're just like, is the plan to just we'll just watch Nick Cage flicks till we're we're sick of watching Nick Cage flicks? Because I fucking love Nick Cage. So I'm into it. Hey, you know what? Like. Like I was telling you boys the other day, you know, I've uh, only watched a few of his flicks, so I'm just scratching the surface and yeah, yeah. for some treats. I'm just oh. so happy that Jordan gets to. I wish I was in his shoes because he gets to experience it for the first time. A like, lot of these, we should yeah. Clark's virgin Clark's eyes, quickening of Cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man! So we're gonna start it off with. 2011's Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Mm. Now, bear with us on this. I know it's the sequel to 2007's Ghost Rider, but 2007's Ghost Rider doesn't have our boy Christopher Lambert making an appearance. <laughs> yeah. in it. So we're gonna do a subtle transition. We're not ready to let him go. Yeah, we're, we're gonna wean ourselves <laughs> off of the Lambert teat, so to speak. All right, boys. Well, should we fucking call this uh, the the finale, the end of fucking Highlander series? It's been a good fucking run, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Wonderful, but it's not the end of Lambert. No, I'm excited to, get, to get on to Ghost Rider and start our, our journey through Nick Cage. So is that where we're, aim- we're aiming on, like, off this top, the whatever these movies, we're going to go with our best Cage freakouts? Yeah, I think we Which rank his movie. We think yeah. has his best best <laughs> performance. Hell yeah, man! Yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely. Maybe not best performance, but definitely best freakout. Yeah, Which well, one free, freak, freak, best freak out performance. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, well, let's let's fucking sign it off. Uh, give the fans a a tease of the Nick Cage series here. I'm excited for it. And uh, Kurt, do you have any uh, fucking plumbing advice you want to leave us with this this week? I do. Um, it's a bit of a um, a question to it, some some numbers I had actually a deeper look for it for advice um, is is just the amount of water wasted through leaky taps and leaky toilets. Um, it 
a tap is up to eight gallons the toilet's up to 200 gallons per day so just take a look into that it adds up over time on your water bill so a small thing can um can turn into something big especially with these uh this heat coming along too right you know the water restrictions yeah totally exactly exactly absolutely great advice great advice plumbers this week guys well thanks for sitting with us on the porcelain throne and we'll fucking see everybody next fucking episode see you soon. Find a way.